Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, uh, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with me here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant coming across to you throughout the fruited plains over Red State, Red State Talk Radio, the largest talk platform in the nation and the most listened to. And uh, really glad to be a part of their family. I'm glad to be a part of all the other terrestrials that may play the show uh, in replay around the country. And I want to give a shout out to our friends up there in Utah at Loving Liberty. Uh, good friend, Kathy Smith, uh, her radio station up there. I certainly do appreciate their friendship there in Utah. And wherever you may be listening to the show uh, around the country, we want to welcome you aboard. Hey, how about Mike Pence? Huh? Mike showed up last night and uh, Mike did very, very good. Although uh, everything's being stepped on right now because... Well, yeah, the, 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 the debate committee for the debate that was to take place in Miami. And this, is, this really bugs me because um, I, was, I was, you know, going to shoot down there. Um, surprise, surprise. It was going to be a surprise. But anyway, I, <laughs> the rules committee of the debate, they have changed the rules. Now, and the president says... The president says, if you're going to go virtual, I'm not going to waste my time because I know what you all will be up to. And you do, too, don't you? Yeah, you do. You know what you know what they'll be up to. They'll be uh, they'll have a mic in in, uh, Joe Biden's ear, some in some cave somewhere, maybe in his basement. Who knows? And he'll be the Manchurian candidate. Joe Biden would be. So I don't blame the president for saying, no way, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. If we can't go mano y mano, I'm not fighting you on the computer. No, that, that proves nothing. That proves nothing. And you know what? I really do appreciate the president because he does have a, 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 fighting, uh, a fighting spirit, um, you know, I, I love that. I told all of you know by now. You know, I used to when I was a kid, you know, teenager and so forth. Growing up, I used to box, and um, never was that fond of it because I'm, you know, you had to get hit in the face, you get punched in the nose to box, and uh, nose are bigger than it should be right now because of getting punched in it. <laughs> and uh, so, but I was, I was, I was, I was a good, I was a pretty good boxer, but I wasn't, I didn't like it. I was pretty good at it, but I wasn't like I didn't like it. The president loves it. He loves to fight. 
He loves it. And America, if you don't think that that is exactly what we need right now, I I beg to differ with you. He's not going to allow himself to be jerked around and pushed around and shoved around by these people who he told us when we elected him to office that he wouldn't allow them to jerk him around, shove him around or push him around. Yeah, that's what he told us. And you know what? That that, too, is a promise made and a promise kept. Oh, just just the demeanor that we voted for. I want you to understand that this never changed. The same Trump that ran his campaign is the same Trump that's in the White House. And you can you can say what you want to say about his demeanor. You can say what 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 you want to say about uh, the way he comes across and all that kind of thing. But I am saying to you that the same Trump, DJT, that was running for office is the same man you have in office. <clears throat> so none of us. I'm not unhappy with him at all. Hey, he had to go through the paces of learning the job because he had never been a politician. Trump had to learn how to deal with the deal with the deal. He lands in Washington, D.C., and guess what he receives when he lands in Washington, D.C., even before he lands in Washington, D.C., guess what was being taken out by Jim, by by Strzok and and, 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 uh, Page. Insurance policies. If he wins, this is what we're going to do. Why somebody has not done the perp walk yet, as I mentioned on um, Newsmax TV yesterday. Did an entire hour with them yesterday, and they're they're wanting me to come back uh, as a regular. And I think I'll take them up on it because I do believe, let me say this for Newsmax. I do believe that Newsmax is the emerging media platform. I'm not being paid to say that. I think they are because of what I'm watching happen to Fox. And as much as I've been on Fox over the past 11 years, I've been on every show that's there, going all the way back to O'Reilly and when he was actually had hair, you know, I mean, going all the way back. I've been on Fox for, for been on and off of Fox for 11 years. Could have been a uh, contributor, but I just don't like the schedules. Uh-uh-uh. You see, the, the main goal, and this is why I really like this president, this is why I'm going to talk about this. There's about five, four or five subjects that I want to talk to you about today and, and the, 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 the American attitude of, of this president is one of them because Americans don't like being shoved around. Now, this this change of venue, I'm not venue. Well, actually, yeah, it is a change of venue for the debate because the venue was going to be personal, in person. Now, without telling either campaign, I'm pretty sure the Biden campaign knew about it. But uh, but the Trump campaign certainly did not. Now, the protocol for doing something like that, and, and this is the protocol for any time you change something up on people who have people who have people to talk to. 
Well, you got to talk to their people and say, hey, look, this is what we really want to do. We want to go virtual. And before we tell everybody in the country that we're going to go virtual debate instead of personal debate, we're wondering what you guys thought about that. Is that going to be a problem? That did not happen. <clears throat> no, pardon me. And then the president, and I don't blame him, said I ain't. The president said, I ain't going. It, I'm not going to waste my time. Do you know why? Because he knows that the fix is trying to be put in. It is shameful what we're seeing going on in this country right now with those who have gained that type of political leverage over the American profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the American profile is being edited. Oh, yeah, it's being edited. And this president is not standing for it. He's not standing for it. Now, understand this. The mob can always bum rush you. You can always be overcome, overwhelmed. It almost happened to the president of our company and our good friend Phil Bell, our colleague Phil Bell, when they left uh, the White House uh, a month ago. Mobs were trying to get at them, spitting on them, cursing them, throwing things at them. The American profile, friends, and if you're a citizen, particularly if you're a patriot, is being changed. The American profile is being edited while you watch it happen. And the strange thing to me is you could act with me in concert with me, in concert with organizations like FreedomWorks. You can act. Go to FreedomWorks.org. FreedomWorks.org. And if you go to our FreedomWorks Facebook page, uh, look there under our videos. Uh, go to Scroll across and the videos are there. You can see all of the video, videos that uh, I have done. One of them. Um, well, several, many of them have over um, 200,000, 200,000 views. But one of them in particular, the one we, we did on Reopening America, uh, has something like 2.2 million views. You need to check that out. Go to freedomworks.org and um, check out our, go to our Facebook page and check out our videos. We have some really, really interesting videos there. Now, while the American profile is being changed and while I'm telling you that you can do something about it, what are you prepared to do? Listen, Kamala Harris sat on that stage last night, looked into the American camera, into the eyes of America and bold faced lied every ex, except for the uh, you know what I, she didn't even mention her own name she didn't call her own name neither did Pence of course there's no need for that but except for the fact that uh, her name's Kamala Harris just about everything else about what what she said last night was a lie Bold face lie. 
And the strangest thing about that profile being edited is that there are people who so badly want to believe her lie, even though the lie doesn't even make sense. The the lie does not even fit the narrative of what she's being asked. And one of the things that she was being asked is, will she and Biden or will she, because Biden won't be around for this. And we all know that. We all know that. Oh, come on, grow up. Uh, Biden's not going to be around for that. If, if, if Biden were to win the presidency, and do you understand the same thing that's happening that happened last four years with Hillary is happening right now with Joe Biden, and I am glad about it. Everybody, and, and, and listen, y'all, I am telling you everybody, even uh, conservatives have gloom and doom on their face. The never Trumpers are gleefully uh, predicting the end of his administration. But friends, I got news for you, brother, sisters. I got news for you. Mark my word. This is the eighth day that I'm saying this. And of course, this is going to be rerun. Uh, because I, I have to uh, leave town Monday, but this is going to be this going to be rerun. And so, on the eighth day of October, I'm saying to you, C.L. Bryant, I'm going way out on a limb. And hey, listen, it's not even mid October. I'm uh, we're less than we're we're 26 days away at this moment from the presidential election of 2020. Which, if a if it is a close race, it's going to be hotly contested. Regardless of who declares himself the winner, if it's a close race, it's going to be hotly contested. But hear me now, hear me now. On the eighth day of October, going on record, I am saying to all of you, not to slow down, run, move forward, work like we are absolutely behind. But I'm saying to you that Donald John Trump, DJT, will hand Joe Biden a McGovern-like beating. Oh, we hear those, we hear those uh, polls out there in the in the hinterland and the netherlands and all that's saying what they're saying that joe's ahead by 10 or 11 and the national polls and all that kind of thing but you know the campaign we do our own polling we do internal polling and we need a clear picture of what's going on i'm telling you this it's much better than you ever thought much better than any uh, Maddow, Rachel Maddow or Marie Harf or whoever might be thinking. The president is going to conquer come November 3rd. And I, I pray God that he, he wins by such a large margin that the election is in no, that, that the Democrats only have to just, just go shut up somewhere. Just go sit down and shut up somewhere. 
Oh, boy, that's what you feel like. Last night, our guy, Mike Pence, and you know what? I have often, um, it has often been said that, you know, Mike just wants to be VP, doesn't want to be president. But you know what? He's got the right stuff. He's quick, too. He's he's like Eric Clapton on guitar. He makes these phenomenal licks on he he performs these phenomenal licks on the guitar but it doesn't even appear that his fingers are moving that's how you got the name slow hand that's way pence is with his delivery at indiana you know uh deliberate thing going on there but he gets that point across in ways that you don't miss it the way a great guitarist performs or a great lick on on that on that on that guitar neck this is artistic it is chaotic but it is highly unusual and if you want to buy into this new normal idea. I caution you against that, friends. The new normal is packed with lies by people like Maxine Waters, Rachel Maddow, Kamala Harris. That's the new normal if you buy it. The new normal will be if you feel somebody is a racist or a cop has overstepped uh, what you feel is his bounds, then burn the place down. If you stand down, the new normal will take you down, will take this nation down. And so, and so, friends, what are you prepared to do? Oh, they're, they're talking about that's, that. That may seem like a dog whistle to somebody, huh? Maybe to the neo-Nazis or the, the Klan or the skinheads. Uh, you know, me, uh, conservative black man, that's what I'm, yeah, I'm um, raised, born and raised in the South. I've seen Klan activity, real Klan activity. I've seen that. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you that story one day. And me and a buddy of mine hiding in the woods. <laughs> sure glad they didn't have a wide perimeter. Watch that clan rally. You guys don't know what's going on. I'll be right back. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA, all because of people like you who understand uh, just what is at stake here and what we have to lose. I was saying to you when I left you that um, you don't know what's going on. You have not seen the, in, in any way, how ugly this race thing is going to be made to be in the days to come. As we head down, let's see, it's 26 days to election. Starting at day 20, we have about a week's repeat reprieve. Because this 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 uh, fiasco surrounding the debate change and all that, that's not going to rest. That's not going to go away. We're about to head into waters that are choppy, very choppy and turbulent. And 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 we're going to need the big guy to steady this ship. He's going to have to get out on the campaign trail. He's got to get out there. Uh, some say, you know, of course, that. Uh, not a good idea for him not to, to, to say he's not going to do the virtual debate. But I don't blame him for that. I don't, I don't blame him for saying no way. You don't let them just jerk you around, jerk, grab you by your collar and jerk you around. You don't let people do that to you. My God, that's the first thing any father teaches his son is that you don't, you don't let people just push you around, jerk you around, sir. You don't do that. And here's how you stop it. And this president has been one of those uh, people who has shown the American people how to stop it being jerked around. But yet and still, as I was saying and and laying out for you, uh, and I'll continue with that from the very beginning, he has been under constant barrage and fire. All the way up to this present moment. And if you don't think that something supernatural in my estimation, the hand of God, I will call it, is not on this man, I beg to differ. Whatever, and and this is my theology, this is my uh, discipline, whatever evil meant to harm this administration or this man. God has found a way to turn it to a good for him. Don't you see that? It's hard to kick against the pricks. uh, Those of you who are trying to persecute. 
obviously what God is wanting to happen in this country. And that is for it to remain like it is a nation that is a free market nation. Judeo-Christian ethics gives it that free reign. Because it is Judeo-Christian ethics that allows for there to be freedom for even people who don't even believe in Judeo-Christian ethics and principles. It still liberates. If we were under Islamic law, many religions would not be practiced. But we're Christians and we we're, we're, we're believe that God has given grace and you have a, a, the laws given to Moses to give to the Hebrews. The two blended together are perfect blend of medicine for the human condition. Yeah. The Judeo-Christian ethic is the perfect blend of medicine. If you're a person who, what do you call them, anyway, (laughs) I don't know. Let me not murder, let me not murder that word. But anyway, you know, you mix up your own medicine and you're mixing up together Judeo-Christian principles, ethics, worldview. You have concocted the perfect blend of medicine for the human condition. And the entire volume of the book, the, the whole book, the volume of the book speaks of one person in my estimation. And that's Jesus the Christ. Now, now listen. The reason why things are so turbulent right now is because of that. You can believe it or not. Uh, The faith community is a target if Joe Biden becomes president of the United States or if Kamala Harris becomes president of the United States. That's the equivalent. If Joe Biden beats Trump, Kamala Harris becomes president of the United States. I want you to understand that is going to happen. You saw her last night. She is immune to playing the race card because Kamala Harris can play it from any angle. She's dark-skinned, but she has white roots. Isn't it strange to you, Americans, particularly you American black folks here, how every candidate that the progressive, socialist, Democrat, communist party put before you that's black and they want them to be your leaders or at least they have dark skin and they want them to be your leaders. Have you noticed that they don't have any American slave history whatsoever? 
In fact, Kamala Harris's uh, people actually owned the slaves down in the islands there. Uh, Barack Obama, what, he, he is, um, he'd never been, his people had never been um, slaves at all. The Kenyans, they've never been slaves. And he, in this country, in, in this country, Barack Obama had no slave history whatsoever. Neither does Kamala Harris. Isn't it odd to you, um, uh, Americans, uh, particularly you, uh, you know, for the sake of conversation, you black Americans, that um, whoever the Democrats put up to you, uh, being one of you is not good enough, is it? They have to be not from the background that you're from. Al Sharpton actually has the street cred in the background because he has slave history in this country. So does Jesse Jackson, Alan Keyes, Alan West, for that matter. You know, Herman Cain had slave history in this country. Clarence Thomas, he has slave history in this country. I have slave history in this country. Although I'm, I'm not thinking of running for office whatsoever. No reason. <laughs> no reason would I do that. It's a filthy game. Now, I, I believe that preachers should be involved in politics. I think they should talk to their congregants about uh, the political climate, not preach about it, but the political climate. And if it so happens to fit, uh, then Jesus made it happen, too. Jesus always did that. Jesus always talks about rendering. Uh, J- Jesus was always in, in um, conflict with Caesar and, 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 and the people. And Caesar eventually, the people eventually railroaded him and Caesar killed him, crucified him because he was in conflict with that. So preachers, I'm telling you, 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 you community leaders out there, I'm telling you uh, who are faith based. If you're not involved in the, 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 the political spectrum because you're afraid of being crucified or being harmed or being uh, talked about. You miss the whole point of what Christ came here for. You miss the entire point of who he is, what he was about. And so, um, my friends, my fellow Americans, this is something that brings us to, uh, what's going on here and that is a race a failed race war has been at- attempted and you've seen it failed you've seen it fail the the race war that was intended to happen the McCluskeys of course have been charged for um, protecting their home Oh, yeah, they've been charged. Yeah, the couple was standing outside their house protecting. Oh, yeah, they got they got indicted for that. The race war, though, that they wanted to take place has failed. It's failed because you are coming to your senses. You know that when you go into Walmart, there's no racial racial tension in Walmart. <laughs> no, there's no racial tension in Walmart. 
There's no racial tension um, when I go to the movies. Our church is a large church that has white and black members, 50, nearly 50, 50, just right at 50, 50. In fact, it may be right on 50, 50. You can't tell the difference. We're so speckled in our church. There's no racial tension there. When I uh, walk down the streets of my neighborhood here, uh, my neighbors are all kinds of people. I've said this to you before. I say it to you again. My neighbors are all stripes of people. Uh, Next door neighbor, uh, two uh, really great, great guys. White, they are, across the street. Black family lives across the street uh, next to them. Big old house with a nice white family there. And next to me on the other side of my property is um, a Mexican family. All of us are hardworking people. You know, all of us are hardworking people on this street. Up the street, you have uh, other young white couples. uh, Look like they have just gotten to a point where they can live in a place in this type of area. It's very quiet. You walk up the street. We wave at each other. We smile at each other. The cops pass by. You wave at them. The race war failed because you have the common sense to realize that there's not racial tension everywhere. And if cops were wanting to hunt black men, and and, and this is where you continue to wake up now because you're going to have to wake up, America. We only have 26 days to, to stop this train from going over the abyss and having mess happen as far as voters vote is concerned. The president's going to win. The margin of victory is important. Because if the margin of victory is um, left in doubt, then, well, I don't want to think about what may happen. But mark my word, this eighth day of October, the president will win big league. He'll win hugely. He will hand to Joe Biden a McGovern-like defeat. I'll eat eat the crow when I have to eat the crow. But I don't think I will. So, The race war failed, failed because you can't possibly be serious to believe that uh, there is an active move to eliminate 4% of the population. Yeah, black men. About four and a half, about four and a half, five, maybe five tops percent of the population. Mm-hmm. That's it. Black men represent just about four and a half, four to five percent of the population. It's easy to figure. I mean, black people only are twelve and a half percent of the population to begin with. 
And there's certainly more black women than there are black men. So if you divided it right down the, the middle, you're, you're talking uh, 6% tops. If you just divided it right down the middle, there's 6% of the whole population in America is black men. But it's only really about 5 45 to 5%. If there was an active effort to eliminate black men, you'd, be, you'd have a whole, whole lot of black folk missing. Yeah, you would. And that percentage rate would go down. But of course, you'd start a, a war, a guerrilla war. So, don't buy into the idea that there are people wanting to um, make things better on the Democrat side of the ledger. No, all they want to do is keep things aflame. Kamala Harris lied last night to keep things aflame. Everything she said was pointed at inflaming something inside of somebody emotionally. That's the only way they can get a vote is to inflame and to have rhetoric that is inflammatory. That's your new normal, though. Yet that will be your new normal. As the president says, no way to virtual debate. And I don't blame him for not allowing them to jerk him around. Once it starts and doesn't stop. And I know that that many of us have not liked uh, the way he said it, not liked the way he's done it, you know, but the fact of the matter is this president has stood up to those who would take us out. Who would have, the Chinese, he stood up to him. And even when coronavirus hit him, stood up to that too. I wish that you could see the hand of God in this. I do. But for whatever reason you want to be hung up on a person's demeanor instead of their actions. I'll be back in just a a few minutes because there are a few other topics that I want to point out to you that is so so egregious that and, and we're letting it we're letting it go we're letting it just go white house security official got COVID 19 in september i'll be back to talk to you about that don't go anywhere was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you so much for being there coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant show. Now, it does appear that um, a security official, one of the top security officials uh, there at the White House, uh, is uh, gravely ill, it is said, with corona, with COVID-19 and has been hospitalized since September Bloomberg News is reporting that. And um, I'm sure if anything goes down with that, you'll hear from the yelping dogs in the news media, you know, sounding the alarm to be afraid, be very, very afraid. Understand that uh, anyone with a severe underlying condition is susceptible to be taken down by this. That's what you need to know. If you're healthy and you don't have any underlying conditions, the chances of you checking out from this is uh, less than you getting in your car, driving down the street, and being in an automobile crash that kills you. That's the odds of you dying from coronavirus. In other words, even if you got it, it probably won't kill you unless, you know, you have some of these things in, going on that maybe you don't know about. That's why you always go to the doctor and get checked out, see what's happening. You know, just, just check it out. And, you know, you should be totally against that. <laughs> if, it didn't, if it wasn't broke, I didn't fix it. If it didn't hurt, I wasn't even thinking about it. And if it did hurt a little bit, maybe I could shake it off. That's what dad always taught us to do, taught me to do anyway. You know, you fall down, you know, get up, shake it off, shake it off. You know, you know, brush it off. That's the attitude I have. Got it from my old man, an old World War II veteran. But the fact of the matter is coronavirus is around. But it's not anything that should make you hysterical. Bugs me. I am so irked by it. When I see people walking around with mask on. Can I be honest? I'm just being honest with you, okay? That just disturbs me so bad. 
And what makes my head absolutely explode is when I see someone driving down the street behind the wheel of their car by themselves. And they have a mask on in their car. Oh, my God. What 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 are what universe, what world dimension are we living in? That this has occurred and I have a feeling that it's all going to come out real soon. Hear me. But it was all for not. It was for nothing. It was for nothing. So, friends, what do we say then about the coming days ahead? How will we move forward with this type of crap? Let's just call it what it is going on. How do you change up a debate on a presidential campaign without first discussing the change with the people who are running for the office. What makes me know that this stinks is that the Biden campaign didn't have a problem with it. Now, from when I told you about, started mentioning this from the very beginning all the way to where we are right now, this entire hour I've been talking about this in a roundabout way. When you are waiting around to see what happens without any input into what is going on. All you're doing is sitting around waiting to see what happens without any input into what's going on. Americans, that's where they have you right now. And and, and you're doing it because it just seems to be the easiest way to go for you. Makes the fewest waves and all that kind of thing, right? You better make some waves. Are you hearing me? Americans, you better make some waves here. How did I do that? You better start calling folks up. You better start talking to your people in your circles, firing them up, motivating them. Get them motivated. Get them mobilized to the polls, to absentee voting. The Dems are voting absentee almost in historical numbers. Are are they? Is it them? Are they? I don't know. I do know that we are headed toward if uh, we cannot push the president way across the finish line. I do know that we are looking at um, corruption, sloth, and mismanagement in this arena. And um, I just wanted to make certain that you are prepared to do something.
That's why I ask the question, what are you prepared to do? You know, I really miss uh, I really miss Michelle uh, because Michelle, of course, schedules my guest. And uh, since I've been back on the uh, back on air this week, I haven't had any guests. It's just been me and you. And I'm, I'm really happy to do that. Happy to talk to you and and uh, entertain you and what have you as far as that's concerned. But I miss talking to the my folks. I really miss that. Uh, talking to my guest. I often think about um, something that Dr. Marlene McMillan uh, says when she comes on the show, and uh, we got to have her back here real soon. Uh, I, I, I just talk to her all day long. Um, interview, you know, I could do that interview for two, three hours easily. But she talks about definitions uh, equaling destinations. Yeah. And, and and I have turned that over in my head. I, and Americans, all of you, wherever you are, wherever you are in the world, I want you to check this out. Turn this over. Consider this. Definitions equals destination. There are definitions that are changed. I mean definitions that were concrete, traditional, in stone. And if they were uh, veered from, that was considered to be not normal, out of the ordinary. That's what it was considered to be. And everybody who knew the definition traditionally that was set in stone and in concrete, when you said that somebody was acting strange or abnormal, there was no comeback to you in the day that I can remember going way back now that people would say to you, well, what's normal? Do you remember the first time uh, you, you really ran into that um, inquisition and somebody actually meant it? Yeah, I remember it. I was, I was um, just about 21, 22 years old, I guess. Yeah, because I, I remember talking to, to Jane about this. So, I remember the first time I, I heard somebody say to me or, or ask me, well, what's normal? When I said that's that's not normal. And they, they, they responded, what's normal? There was a time when all of us knew by definition what normal was. And it took us to a destination in this country 
that we are enjoying today. You go back to the founding fathers. Uh, hey, we're going to talk about this after, after the top of the hour because there are three definitions that have been redefined while you watched that has us where we are today. And friends, as I said on Newsmax TV yesterday, if we don't turn this around, it may be too late to save the republic. I was saying this on my show yesterday to you before I ever went on Newsmax. And Newsmax is becoming, will become, the bomb. Yeah, Newsmax. If you have, um, well, I think you have any um, type of satellite or cable, you get it. Newsmax is going to outdistance Fox because conservatives need a place to go. At one time, that was Fox News. But Roger Ailes, well, he's gone. And things changed. Have no fear. There's always something else. I'll be back. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. Um, oh, wow. You know, Jared, that's what. Yeah, hey, folks, I do that. I'm telling you. That's why I'm telling you. I I need uh, Michelle or Jared around here to count me down, count me in, or whatever. I still had uh, a minute left. And I was signing off for the, the rest of the, uh, off of that hour. People need people. Let me make that point while I'm making that point. And all the president's trying to do is is get us back to being around one another, unafraid of each other. There are three things that's changing us and taking us in a different direction. I want to talk about that when I return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show right here over Red State Talk. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. 
Welcome back, everybody. Hour number two of the C.L. Bryant Show. If you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show in the App Store. And you can listen to the show wherever you go throughout the fruited plains of the United States and around the globe if you travel. Hey, um, we want to thank you for being there and helping us build the bridge to conversation. And until we get back into normal circumstances where uh, all of this goes away, you know, I even sometimes when I'm watching Fox News, I see little glitches and stuff that's going on um, in there. I don't see it on CNN, but I, I see it on Fox. Isn't that amazing? Definitions. My friends, definitions do in fact equal destinations and there are definitions that have been changed and are being changed in America while you watch and it seems as though you don't care anymore it almost seems as though you want it to become normal for you what definitions you may ask are been have been changed you know what they are do you know how many genders there are now male and female used to suffice they actually have other on most uh, applications now definitions equals destination family um, the nuclear family if you want to talk about that my friends you must understand that there is a group called Black Lives Matter that has nothing to do with black lives, period. That If you go on their website, in their platform right now, you can see that they want to dismantle, destroy, undo what we have known as the nuclear family. Man, woman, child. Man, woman, child. That has to be destroyed. That has to be taken away, taken down. While you watch. Oh, you, 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 we make noise about it, but you know what? Are you, are you seeing it? No, Donald John Trump is in the way of a takeover of the very essence of what makes us who we are and that is exceptional people if if you take away the moral compass this country was created for a people with a moral compass when you redefine various set in stone concrete Uh, established from the foundation of the world definitions. When you redefine those, you also redetermine the destination of a nation. It goes in a different... Rome fell because of its promiscuity. Fell from within. Yeah. That's how Rome fell. It was everywhere. But it's nothing that's new, not at all. 
It's always been around. We're going to tell you about that. Remember Lot's wife. I'll just put it like that. That was a famous Billy Graham song sermon <clears throat> um, years and years ago. Remember Lot's wife. I'll get to that. I hope I can remember to get to that. Um, but there's a destination. So there's two things that have been changed. The gender. Gender has been changed. There's, there's I don't know how many genders now. There's over 100 genders. According to them, there's only two. There's male and female. That's how he created them. Male and female. There's only two genders. But the depravity, the twistedness of the human mind and heart makes him or her want to be all kinds of things. So the definitions change, right? So you have gender change and you have a change in what the family's all about. That leads to a different def- destination for families. As far as the social structure is concerned, you have now a difference in what is uh, male, female, and uh, then that order in the family changes. Yeah. And you have children who, of course, are not like the ones that were of old or they're they're new, but they're different. No, I'm not saying they're bad or anything. I'm just saying they're different. Is that going to be able to change that back? I don't know. Not with social media being the way it is. Kids are lost in that world. What has happened? What is happening? Definitions. Things are being redefined, which, of course, leads to a different destination. Um, faith. Uh, the word spiritual, spiritual, spiritual is one that is very deceptive. There are many people who are spiritual. I'm talking to you Christians now, you evangelicals out there. There are many people who can uh, claim that they're spiritual. Um, People who um, practice um, the cabal, you know, whatever. They're they're spiritual. People who delve into speaking with the dead, they're spiritual. But they're not what you, your definition of that is. And therein there's a lot of play for that. That's why you have the word Christian, which covers it all for me. A follower of Christ, what he believed, what he believed, and what he has pointed out to us in Scripture through this volume of the book that speaks about him. Uh, uh, that's what I believe. What he says, I'm a disciple of his. What he says, that's what I follow to the best of my human ability. Because I'm not Jesus. I'm very much like uh, maybe Peter or Matthew. (laughs) One of those guys, you know. Um, But I'm sold out just the same to Jesus Christ. But definitions are changing. And the idea that Christ even was a socialist is something that is... In, in the 
on the on the horizon as a topic in within Christian Christianity itself. As we come to a point where there should be equal outcome, as we we're, we're thinking that uh, we're being brainwashed into thinking there should be equal outcome for everyone in this country, knowing through common sense that that cannot happen. There can never be equal outcome. But if you change definitions, there can be. Huh? Change definitions between winners and losers. Oh, yes. You, you haven't, aren't you aware that those definitions are being changed in the minds of our children where nobody's, nobody's a loser and everyone's a winner? Friends, if everyone's a winner, then no one is. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you see, you, you you have to be you have to win over something. It, then you mean there's no problems? There's no people who are, are are weaker than you in the world? You mean you all are? You have reached physical, mental, economic parity? Socialist idea to me, and it sounds like everybody lives in tenement houses. Everybody's on food stamps. Everybody drives a 56 Chevy. Not not bad about that, but uh, I have nothing against that. <laughs> Those are great cars, but they don't run in Cuba. That's the problem. Just think about it, folks. If we stay on the road that we're on right now with the green energy, the Green New Deal, uh, you have, if, let's just say you have a 2021 vehicle. 2020, 2021 vehicle, brand new, brand new, maybe not even a year old. Let's say you have that car. And this Green New Deal, you know, and all this stuff goes through. You will have that car the rest of your life. I don't care if you're 20 years old. Because you won't be able to afford any other car. If you're able to pay for that one, we will become like Cuba, where people have been working on and trying to find parts for uh, their old cars that are back in the 50s because there's no economic engine to drive industry. You are looking at people who are wanting to redefine even what energy is. It takes energy to fly a plane, and they can't. A plane won't f- fly off of anything green. At least they haven't invented one that I know of. No, baby, I need rocket fuel, jet rocket fuel. I need rocket fuel to get me up there and down again. And when I'm traveling on the highway, I like to go like I like to go. I like to get there in a hurry. Nothing green can do that for me. Nothing really electrical can. I travel in these electrical cars. They burn out too quick, and it's a pain in the neck to try and travel across country driving an electric vehicle. Please. Now, give me Petro. But the definitions of what's civil 
is changing because, see, they can say that I am being uncivil to you by being a polluter. When we have the cleanest air, we have the cleanest water anywhere on earth or just about anywhere on earth. Just about anywhere on earth right here in America. We've cleaned it up big time. We really have. And and, and all this green stuff, it costs a whole lot of money. And it will weaken us. So you have the change of definition when it comes to gender. That leads to a different destination. You have the change of definition when it comes to family. That leads to a different destination for families. And you have this change of definition when it comes to faith and spiritual spiritual understandings. What is spiritual anymore? Hmm? Oh, people are saying of themselves these days now, they're not saying they're Christians. No, 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 no. They'll say they're spiritual. You see, that's a def. They're trying to change a definition. Christians will use that because that cha- that makes them more in tune with worldliness. Makes them okay. It's the "I'm okay, you're okay" kind of thing that's going on there. You know. Are you a Christian? I'm spiritual. I'm spiritual. Yeah, you are. In fact, you're housed in a body. That's what we, that what, that's what human, the human being is all about. You are a spirit being housed in a body prepared for this earth. We got, we get that from um, Isaiah, you know, where, who shall how should who shall we send? Who shall go for us? There was a, a as it is for everyone who enters this earth realm. Your body is prepared for you, and it is placed in your mother's womb. But of course, you change the definition of life. And if you change the definition of life and you get a general consensus on what it means, then guess what, human being? You have become your own God now, haven't you? You have the power of determining who lives and dies. You've changed the definition, so you change the destination of where lives are going that are prepared to be here on this earth. There were no mistakes in that. The only mistakes that were made were made by us. God did not make any mistakes as far as uh, who is coming to this earth, who was placed in that mother's womb. There were no mistakes there. Things happen where that child may naturally not come to term. But there were no mistakes there if it uh, did not, if it did come to term. And we, in my estimation, my discipline should not be killing that. 
We heard Kamala Harris say uh, that a woman should have complete control over her own body. And I have four daughters or three. Well, I, have, I raised my granddaughter, Brittany. I have four daughters. And if you, I, I, I get that. And I, I agree with that. But, but the child that's inside of her body, that's not her body. That's the child's body. I agree that the woman should have complete control over her own body, but once she comes with child, and of course we can debate over rape and incest and all that kind of thing. We can debate over all of that. But once that child, uh, in, in, in uh, all things equal, comes into her body by her own actions, then that's no longer her body that we're dealing with now. We're dealing with the child's body. An embryo, though it may be, it's still the child's body. And so you change the definition of life. Gender, family, spiritual spirituality, faith. Change those definitions here in America, outside, uncouple them from the Judeo-Christian ethic. And you no longer have America. You have something that's just like any other place. And we cease to be exceptional. We cease to be exceptional. And my friends, that is a tragedy. That's waiting to happen. If we allow these definitions to wholly be changed, we then wind up at a destination that causes America to cease being who she has been. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show. Thank all of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation. Uh, there's a lot of hanky panky going on folks. Uh, beware of what's going on here. Uh, I'll be back with more in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop.
lifted high. Our hearts are bowing in reverence. It's all good, America. As long as you stay the course, it's all going to be good. And stay the course that we have been taught and handed, uh, the course that was handed to us. You see, the, the manifest destiny never stops. You understand what I'm saying to you? We do have a manifest destiny still, America. And that is to be a light to the world. But what is happening is that there's an active effort to dim that light down to the level, the glow of all the others in the world. Oh, our our light outshone everybody's. America, our, our light outshone everybody. We were a beacon. Even with all the other lights in the world that were shining around us, we are a beacon. We were a beacon to all of them. They knew where to come. When they found themselves in a storm, they knew where to come. And as that Iron Curtain refugee asked me at a, a, a place I was speaking in the, Midwest, in the Midwest a couple of years ago, taking questions and answers, he said, well, CL, if America go away, where do, where do people go? Huh. That's a good question. If America goes away, where do where do people go? So the Dems are now trying to rig the debate, right? Isn't that amazing? The Dems are trying to rig this debate. They want to let Sleepy Joe debate from his basement. That's ridiculous. Don't stand for this. Kevin McCarthy is blasting that out. Kevin's, uh, if we can get the House of Representatives, most likely, of course, my choice would be Jim Jordan. I'm on record saying that my choice uh, for Speaker of the House would be Jim Jordan if we can regain it. But most likely, Kevin McCarthy is going to be the next Speaker of the House if Republicans regain it. And you will be glad, Americans, especially those who actually voted Democrat to see Nancy Pelosi to go. Because even though the the president would have had you some more money in your pockets, Pelosi, uh, you know, she's open to aid for the airlines, but she's resisting that stimulus check, Bill. She's resisting that. So I want you to know it's not the president who is keeping you from getting a little bit of the government funds, although I'm against that <laughs> because it's it spells the demise of the republic, according to what Franklin foresaw ages ago. He said once the people realize they can vote themselves money from the treasury. You can kiss the republic goodbye in so many words. That's what he said, paraphrased. Once the people realize they can vote themselves money 
from the treasury. That will herald the end of the republic. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi is against uh, giving you that money. President, not, president's in favor of letting you have it. I'm a fiscal conservative, and I know that we can't afford this. Well, you know, you get to a point where you're thinking you're going to live even longer, and you start thinking about uh, coins in your pocket and stuff. You start thinking about that. You know, the the last thing that any of you want to do, any of us want to do, is outlive your 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 money. That would be bad. And the way things are going, I mean, listen, I knew prosperous people before we did. Do you understand that a, a coronavirus redefined what business was in America? How you how you went to work? How we approached each other, how we shopped? How we even this thing redefined how we breathe? How we live our American lives. There's a redefinition. It's taking place here. It's been going on for a while. Madeline Murray O'Hare, way back in the 60s, began a redefinition. Uh, Roe v. Wade began a redefinition. And when we look at how those things are applied in our workplace, in our churches now, and certainly in our government, you get a sense of just how diabolical surgical this is and how planned out over a long period of time it is every one of those sequences of circumstances that I've mentioned uh, prayer out of schools Roe v. Wade lump those two together then not wasn't long after Pray out of schools, and then you had Roe v. Wade. The next thing that came along, uh, along the moral, uh, on the moral um, compass, was um, this Act Up movement. Yeah, Act Up. The gays got in on the act. This act up movement erupted. Yeah, and the gays got in on this act. And folks, from the time of Madeline Murray O'Hare to act up movement, if you would just uh, study the years between 60 to 85, 90, uh, well, not whenever, whenever Madeline Murray O'Hare sued to have prayer out of the schools. If you will capsulize that span of time until the ACT UP movement came about 
and then you had the alphabet people come along then the lgbtq you know whatever it is community come along then and from that time from that moment that Madeline Murray O'Hare did what she did up until uh, the act up, the act out or act up movement by the gays, you could see a visible transformation occur in America because definitions were being changed. Now, Back in the Madeline Murray O'Hare day and back uh, in the day when uh, we were talking about Roe v. Wade, uh, genders, that, that definition had not yet. Uh, we, there were, sure, there were gay people around, but the definition hadn't been changed. We knew that they were men who liked men, but they were men. You understand? That's what. Yeah. And. There was no, you had, sure, there were gay people always at church. Everybody knew who they were. And sometimes they were your own cousins and friends or people you've known all your life. But you always knew they were, everybody knew they were gay. Everybody, well, they didn't call it gay back then. They call them sissies. (laughs) Yeah. That's what they called them back then, sissies. Everybody knew they were a sissy. But nobody really, you know, they didn't, they didn't, I don't, I don't know. Who knows what they did? I don't know. Nobody cared. And that's the way it should be. Nobody cared. They went to church like you. They, you know, uh, paid uh, their tithe and uh, gave their offering like you did. And uh, they had every right to be there. When, when, when were they not allowed? I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember when the definition changed at our in any church where uh, sissies uh, could not come to church. The sissies have always been at church. But but when when did when did somehow somebody say somewhere that um, uh, church folks hate gays? No, no, they don't. They never they never have it. Gay folks have always been there, but the diff that you want to tell you what the difference is. Preachers preach the full gospel. Now it's acceptable to think that somehow, if you preach that was in Scripture, you are a homophobe. That was never the case before. Huh? It, it never was before. Why is it now? The definitions have changed. And so it takes us to different destinations. And one destination it takes us to is the destination of acceptance. Okay, okay, listen, I, okay, now they have changed. Okay, now this this is not what it is anymore. Um, let's see, being a man's man is what, that, that, that could be insulting to somebody. If, if I say that I'm a man's man, or if you say to me, hey, hey, you're a man's man, uh, that could be insulting to someone who's not. What? What? A man's man. 
Yeah, you can't say that. You can't say that. They, 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 want you, they don't want you to say that. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not going to say that. They, they're telling people that they, you can't say stuff like that. A woman, can you say a woman's woman? Huh? Or is that? I don't know. But you're not supposed to be. You're not supposed to say a man's man anymore. Or anything that hyper, as they call it, masculine. You see what's happening, right? Change the definition of what masculinity is. Oh, that happened uh, not too long after the um, ACT UP movement when they started this unisex thing. There's your new definition. If you think I'm kidding you. Oh, yeah, it is um, that they don't use it much in our circles, but they use it all the time. Oh, yeah, that became the new definition for male, female. It was unisex. I remember when I used to go to barbershop. Women went to beauty shops. Now everybody goes to hair salon. Not me. I still find a barbershop. Yeah. Old school. Country boy. I'll forever be that. At least on this earth. So, what's the end game? Huh? Is there grief ahead of us? Is there something that we should observe that we're not observing? I think it is. I think we have stopped observing our American birthright. And we are, our, our children, our children have no clue what that is. They have a birthright, but they don't have a clue what that is. So, friends, we are in a situation now. The the debate is being hijacked. This this whole election is being is is hoodwinked, bamboozled. You are. You're being hoodwinked. You're being bamboozled. It's happening right in front of your eyes. There was once a time when the news media in this country would be your voice of outcry. But now, outlets like Newsmax, the C.L. Bryant Show, Red State Talk Radio, They are your outcries. They are the way that you cry out. Yeah. You better hear me. This is one of those times, my friends, where you got Nancy Pelosi (laughs) is threatening uh, Dems looking at 25th Amendment. 
due to Trump's Corona COVID-19 diagnosis. You know, the 25th Amendment is I mean, you can remove a president because he's sick or he's ill. Democrats are holding an event Friday to discuss the 25th Amendment. Due to President Donald Trump's COVID-19. <laughs> Diagnosis. Now, the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says Thursday that the amendment lays out the secession if the president is incapacitated or deemed unable to carry out his duties. Trump is nowhere near that. What, what, the, what is she talking about? Pelosi... Um, is a sad, sad uh, excuse for leadership. Chuck Schumer, I, I just, you know, he makes me sick to look at that vulture. When I see what, when you see what I see, when you see and I see the same thing that's happening here we're we talking about a, a debate that was scheduled and all of a sudden we're going to talk about a virtual uh, debate. When we talk about a president who is, is mended from coronavirus, yet you have a speaker of the House who's third in line to the presidency, wants to uh, enact the 25th Amendment, which can remove a president from office because he is incapacitated. Are you kidding me? That doesn't e- that's stupid. But yet. You see it happening. Right in front of your eyes, it is happening. When I return with um, the show, with more of the show, I want to leave you because uh, I'll be traveling uh, next week, uh, be in Washington, D.C. And um, I want to leave you with something today that I, I trust will will be of um, some value to you as we move forward boldly we must move forward boldly those of you who are aged and sick I get it I understand you wanting to not move so quickly Boldly, but I see you at Walmart. I see you at the grocery stores. I see you at Brookshire's and Kroger's. I see you there. I see you at Albertsons. I see you there. You're bold enough to do that. You're bold enough to live your life. I'll be right back. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop.
Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL bag home stretch of the C.L. Bryant Show today. If you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show app onto your favorite device. And, uh, of course, you can listen to the show anywhere you go. All the shows are archived there, except the ones that I, of course, have messed up through my inept technical abilities. Now, let me leave you with this here today. I want to leave you with this here today. Listen to me. I know that we're facing something that has been said to be a deadly killer. And it is, but not as deadly a killer as we have been led to believe it's not um you'll so you'll soon see a real talk that i have put out by the end of this week and maybe maybe tomorrow or or saturday you'll see it but it's the things that joe biden is able to say and get away with in every way, racially, what have you, that you and I would be taken down for. I, I Americans, I believe that we have been duped. I believe we have been hoodwinked and bamboozled out of the greatest booming economy our nation had ever seen. Black people hear me. I believe that through fear tactics of a virus, of course, that did, in fact, uh, uh, take people out. But now I I recall one preacher, or he's a mentor of mine, uh, Pastor Harry Blake. Yes, he died of COVID, according to them, but he was 84 years old. Herman Cain, 70-some-odd years old, suffering with all types of things. And I know Pastor Harry Blake had been ill on many occasions. He had died almost, he had died several other times. In fact, not only being beaten nearly half to death by the police back in the Civil Rights era, but he had gotten very ill a long time ago and was about to die. So he had underlying health issues. And those of you who think that uh, there are some relatives that might have friends that might have died and they say, what, nothing wrong with them? What, nothing wrong? They don't know what was wrong with them. They don't know what was wrong with them. They weren't sick. They weren't sick. And they got that COVID and died. No, you don't know what was wrong with them because they didn't know what was wrong with them. Because if they, they're around you, they had COVID, you should have had it, and you should have died too. I keep going back to the bird, the canary in the cage here on the streets of America. You know who they are? 
of the homeless. I keep saying uh, to myself, even when I was living in Denver, <clears throat> I, I said to myself, um, why is it that they're not dropping dead in the streets? Because you drive down to um, town Denver and, you know, they'd be there in the square. And they'd be passing cigarettes between one another, drinking from the same bottle. There was no social district distancing. And this was in the height of um, the hysteria that was going on. When things were closed down, businesses were closed down. You uh, could go to the Walgreens, you go to the Walmarts, but you couldn't go to work. You, you go to Walgreens, you go to Walmart with a mask on, but you could not go to work. And churches were closed down. You could not go to church. You go to Walgreens, you go to Walmart, but you couldn't go to the church. You pass by the, guess what, in, Den in Denver, in Colorado, you pass by the dispensaries. Oh, where they dispense cannabis. Oh, you'd have lines of those people out there. You know why? Because they didn't go to work. So what did they do? They stayed home and got high. And my goodness, when the president uh, sends out this stimulus check, I mean, gee whiz. You understand what's going on here? My friends, so let me leave you with this, these last few minutes of the show. There are things that you have been programmed to be afraid of that you should not be afraid of. And if there is anything that this president has shown us by him coming through this, if God has used this as a tool to show us something, has used Donald John Trump uh, in his presidency as the commander-in-chief of this nation. I believe he is using him to show us something. <clears throat> I believe he is showing us. I believe the hand of God is guiding this country if we will follow that hand. And the very words that God spoke to Joshua and Caleb when they were about to take the land, the promised land, only be thou strong and very courageous. Don't be afraid. Be not afraid. Don't be afraid. Americans, this is not like us. We're, we're not like this. I hate the fact that we seem to be cowering uh, from something. Oh, be cautious of something. That's why you fasten your seatbelts in your cars. You know, well, sometimes I do. It's my car. <laughs> that's my windshield if I go through it you know well I'll survive it or not if I survive it I'll fix that windshield because I have full coverage <laughs> and if I don't I'm, you know I went out the way I knew I could if I didn't have a seatbelt on we have to be able to take those types of risks because it's your life. It's no one else's. It's your life. And there have been viruses since the dawn of time that do what they do. As I said, and I know some people don't like me saying it, but I'm going to say it again. The reason why some people live, some people die when they're infected with this type of thing or they come in contact with it is because... Um, 
Nature has a way of sorting out the weak from the strong. It's not to say the weak have to die if you're human beings, but I can tell you this, that's the way it happens in the animal kingdom. You be glad for the grace of God giving you other people, but what the government would do is isolate us from the very people who are the instruments of our healing relationships. That's the essence. That's the, that's the essence of our healing. It's being around people. Um, it has been discovered that very few, if any, elderly people or grandparents got COVID from their grandchildren. Even though the the hysteria was that you got to keep the kids away from grandma and grandpa, the kids will kill them. You do that even when they have just a regular cold. If you have have elderly parents or you have uh, elderly grandparents, uh, even going back in my day, if I had a cold, I wasn't going down to see my grandparents because I didn't want to give them a cold. I'd kill them. So COVID wasn't doing anything different than we've always done. But we got hysterical about it, thinking that somehow, um, you know, <laughs> we need to do something, take different measures. So we go shut down our businesses. For what? If the mask work, then why shut down the businesses? And if the masks don't work, why do we wear them? The only thing to fear, Americans, is being afraid. I'll say it again. The only things to fear is being afraid, Americans. I told you the other day that you have a better chance if you drive on the streets of your town right now, wherever you are, you have a better chance of dying in an auto crash than from COVID-19. If you're, dry, if you're listening to this show in replay, driving down your road in your, in your car right now, listening to it on a terrestrial station, you have a better chance of dying in an automobile crash today than dying from COVID-19. Yeah. I trust all of you are of the mindset to make it home (laughs) uh, today instead of getting into some kind of car crash. I want you to remember that if government cannot control the virus and they can't, it has to, we have to, we have to immunize the herd either through vaccine or exposure. The herd has to be immunized. And so what, what does that mean? It means eventually all of us come up positive for coronavirus because the virus itself has to be an antivirus in most cases. Government can't control this. And, of course, we put our trust in science and scientists when it comes to virus, um, antiviral drugs, and so forth. Uh, 
But when it comes to putting our trust <clears throat> in people telling us uh, that what we can't do, then, then if we can't, if you can't go in the restaurant and enjoy being in the restaurant, leave the restaurant closed. Hmm. Leave it closed. But don't tell me that I uh, go in a restaurant and at between every meal, I mean, every bite that I'm going to have, I'm going to have to put the mask over my face and chew. Uh, people ain't doing it. People, guess what? You have pushed it too far. People are not going to do that. So you need to understand, American people, that if government cannot control the virus, then government wants to control you. And they have been doing it through fear. Don't be afraid. Those were the words of the victorious commander-in-chief, Donald John Trump, when he was... Uh, overcoming and leading by example I should add we have a lot of work to do let's get busy I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day and I want to thank him for life health strength and giving me safe travel as he has done all these low many these many years that I have been traveling up and down the road I thank him for that and I ask for his continued grace and mercy upon myself and those who are near and close to me as well. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, may God bless and keep you all. Mm-hmm.